Frontier Missions Journal. Stories of hope for the unreached with Adventist Frontier Missions. Hi, welcome back and thank you for joining us. Have you ever experienced providential intervention. John Kent, the Greenfield's field supervisor, experienced such an intervention. There was a discussion on where the Greenfields should serve. Through prayer and divine guidance, they got their answer. I'm excited about this story because this message applies not just to the missionaries, but to everyone. Here is his story. Hi, my name is Daniel Greenfield, and I serve with Adventist Frontier Missions on the Penang Project. Today I'm going to share with you a story from the hills of Cambodia. This is a story that goes back several years to the transition that um, we had from the Great River Project to the Penang Project. It was We got to see God work in amazing ways, and I hope you are blessed to hear the story. This is a story that was written by John Kent back in 2010. He ended up writing a letter to our support team and giving them a heads up about the transition from the Great River Project to the Penang Project. So I'm going to be reading this from his words. I'm going to start off by reading the letter first. It says, Dear friends, surprise, perhaps you were expecting a letter from Daniel and Kara Greenfield. Well, I'm the Greenfield Field Supervisor, John Kent. I'm writing to tell you one of the most incredible stories of God's providential intervention that I have been a part of in all my years at AFM. In short, through an experience very similar to that which Paul and his missionary team went through in Acts 16, 6-10, AFM's entire Cambodia team, the Timminses, the Greenfields, the Pewits, and I, felt God's clear direction that the Greenfield family should join the Penang Project rather than the Great River People Project, as they were preparing to do. I have written in detail about that experience below in an article that will be published in the May edition of Avendus Frontiers. Once you've read it, I'm certain that you will agree that God has indeed led the Greenfields to the exact people that He wants them to serve. I am so proud of Daniel and Kara. Through the past several years of preparation for this moment, they have continued to exhibit a steadfast commitment to giving of their lives to reach the unreached. Right now, they are in Mundelkiti province, among the Penang, searching for a home in which to live. Their enthusiasm and commitment keeps getting stronger each time I speak to them. Thank you in advance for your continued devotion to the loving support of Daniel, Kara, and their little family as they prepare for ministry among the Penang people. If you feel led to send them a letter or an email telling them of your excitement about what God is doing in their lives, I know it would bless them. Blessings, John Kent. The article is entitled, At the Spirit's Direction. There's a story in the book of Acts 16, verses 6-10, through 10, that gives us a fascinating insight into the process of discovering and following God's will. The story goes like this. Paul and his missionary companions set out for Asia, bent on preaching the gospel to the Gentiles. How they settled on that location, Scripture doesn't say, but it does clearly state that the Holy Spirit kept them from going there. 
not to be dissuaded from their God-appointed task, they passed through Phrygia and Galatia and came to the border of Mysia, where they tried to enter Bithynia. But again, the Spirit of Jesus would not allow them. Think about how frustrating that must have been. Here they were, trying to do God's work, but God himself kept getting in the way. I can imagine Paul going to bed and grumbling to God in his prayers about what in the world he must be thinking. Here they were, ready and willing, but he wouldn't let them move forward. Then came the vision, a man from Macedonia begging, come over and help us. Finally, a clear direction from God about where to preach. Soon they were on their way to many adventures, teaching and proclaiming the gospel in Macedonia. Here's what fascinates me about this story. Paul and his companions knew they were called to preach the gospel to the Gentiles. The problem is, they didn't know exactly where. However, that fact did not stop them from setting out to answer their call. They set out to reach the Gentiles wherever they were, and in the process, God showed them exactly where to go. Often, God does not give us a full sense of His guidance and direction until we move forward to do what we know needs to be done. On the recent trip to Cambodia, I and our team of missionaries in that country had the privilege of experiencing God's guidance in ways very similar to Acts 16. The story begins like this. For years, Daniel and Carrie Greenfield have felt the call of God to serve as missionaries. Following that call, they joined AFM and were sent to Guinea, West Africa. After less than a year in that country, they were forced to leave because their young son, Andrew, became deathly ill several times. Most missionaries would have given up at that point and concluded they simply must have mistaken God's calling. However, this was not in the Greenfield's makeup. They still wanted to serve. During a season of prayer and discussion with their field director, they clearly experienced God's leading to go to Cambodia. After consultation with AFM, it was determined that they should join Greg and Molly Timmons, who were requesting partners in their ministry among the Great River people. So they moved from Africa to Asia, determined to give of their lives and hearts to reach the unreached. And that is where our stories merge. For the past year and a half, as the Asia field director, I have guided Daniel and Kara while they lived in Phnom Penh, learning the Khmer language and culture and preparing to join the Timmins family. On my recent visit to Cambodia, it was our intention to facilitate the final preparations for this move, but God had other plans. On Monday, February 8, I arrived at the Timmins home, and we spent a day discussing the needs and challenges of their project. On Wednesday, the Greenfields arrived from Phnom Penh. The major focus of discussion was where the Greenfields would live. All attempts to find housing for their family had been thwarted. Unbelievably, there simply was no place for them to live in either of the two nearby villages. After hours of discussion and prayer, we determined that, over the next several weeks, we would simply see how God led. However, I felt ill at ease. I had a vague sense that we were trying to make something happen that wasn't supposed to be. I also sensed the others felt similarly. That night, I spent a long time in prayer. Lord, I prayed, the Greenfields clearly feel called to your service, but where do you want them to serve? I feel no peace in the direction we are moving. What is your will? We need your guidance. I have a rule of life 
based upon a text that says, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. In my heart, if I have no sense of freedom or peace about a decision or direction, then I begin to question whether it is what God wants me to do. As I prayed, I suddenly remembered a conversation I'd had with Braden Pewitt on the Penang Project in Mundelkitty just a few days earlier. We had been discussing their need for partners and how important it was to get just the right family to join them. Could it be that the Greenfields should go to the Penang Project rather than the Great River People Project, Lord? I prayed. The more I thought about it, the more it made sense. The Greenfields were perfectly equipped to provide the support the Pewitts needed. My heart filled with peace that this was the direction to go. But, how was I to break this news to everyone else? The next morning, I decided to first touch bases with the Timminses. As I shared my concerns and my experience of the night before, it was as if a load was lifted from their shoulders. As disappointed as they were that they would not be partnering with the Greenfields, they confirmed my sense of unease about our previous plans. Next, I called Braden and Johanna. I repeated the story of my concerns indicating that the Timminses felt the same. Would you guys be willing to consider having the Greenfields join your project as partners to reach the Penang? Immediately over the phone, I sensed their relief and joy. John, we have been praying exactly the same way. We have been praying about this for more than a year. We just didn't want to do anything to influence you. We decided that if God wanted them to join our project, He would work it out. We would love to have them as partners, but are the Greenfields willing? I think they are pretty committed to working with the Great River people. And so my final hurdle was before me. What would the Greenfields think? After so much time and preparation, would they be willing to switch projects again? Two days later, I was sitting in the Greenfields' home in Phnom Penh. Sending up a silent prayer, I looked into their faces and said, Daniel and Kara, I have a monkey wrench to throw into your lives. I proceeded to tell of my concerns my lack of peace, and my discussions with the Timmonses and Pewits. I don't know how you're feeling, but would you be willing to consider a call to work on the Penang Project? I asked them. Even before I finished asking the question, I could see it in their eyes. Light, peace, and joy all mixed together. It was as if I could see life and energy flowing into their faces and bodies. Yes, we would, they declared. They began to share their own struggles and sense of calling, that they should join the Pewits. And so, all around the circle, everyone, the Timminses, the Pewits, the Greenfields and I, all let out a collective sigh of relief and joy as peace flooded into our hearts. God had revealed exactly where He intended the Greenfields to serve. Since those discussions a few weeks ago, God has continued to unfold His will and confirm that this is exactly what He has in mind. I have the greatest admiration for the Greenfields, Like Paul and his little missionary band, they did not wait for all the pieces to fall into place before they energetically committed themselves to mission service. I don't know why God didn't just show Paul or the Greenfields exactly where to go in the first place. Why did they have to get two no's before they got a yes? Are there lessons of faith and trust that were essential for them to learn before they could face the demands of the mission ahead of them? We don't know, but I'm grateful that God is in control and that He has always led those who choose to serve Him even when the path is not always clear. I can't wait to see what adventures the Greenfields have ahead of them, but whether in joy or pain, they can press forward knowing that God has unequivocally led them to the Penang. Praise Him. That story 
was influential in our lives. At the time when this took place, we didn't know what lay ahead of us. But one of the things that I've learned is that when God calls us, He's going to qualify us. And when He opens those doors, even just a little bit, you got to step in just like the priests did when the children of Israel went to cross the Jordan. The river was in a flooded state, and the priests had to step in and get their feet wet first. And once they did that, God opened the waters. He parted the waters for them. And so that's what we did with this story at this time in our lives. And I I give God the glory for that, for giving us this story, because things got tough. They got difficult. They were not easy. There are multiple times that we considered quitting, but we could tell that God didn't want us to quit at that time. And so we were able to look back when times got difficult and we could see how God had led and that would strengthen us and buoy our spirits and help us to continue to persevere through the challenges that we faced at the time until God told us that it was time to leave the project. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your prayers and support and may God bless. I have learned that God will place you where you are needed the most. It might not make sense to you now, but you can trust that God will lead you according to His will for your life. We don't need to fear what the future holds, because God knows the future and He knows what's best for you and me. I hope this story inspires you to make that final decision to serve and that any reservations you might have will be gone. If you know God is calling you, then answer that call. You can be sure, just like Daniel, that God will make a way for you to go. You can visit our website at afmonline.org for more information on how to become a missionary, whether it's short-term or long-term. Thank you for listening to Frontier Missions Journal. And make sure to join us next time. Bye for now.